Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson. We're here in Nashville, Tennessee at the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. We're going to have a great show today. We got Kai Poehler from Texas A&M. We got reproductive specialists from Kentucky, IDEX, and more. We're going to talk about a new technology to detect pregnancy in your cows by yourself, shoot side. Stay tuned. Hey folks, welcome to the show. Dr. Dan here with Dr. Kai Poehler. And Kai is an associate professor of animal science at Texas A&M, the Texas A&M. You also head up a center, correct? Yeah, the, I'm the chair of the developmental uh, pregnancy and developmental program group, area of excellence, where basically a number of us faculty members have an area in, the, in that, um, that excellence area and basically work in everything related to pregnancy and pregnancy and developmental programming. It's awesome, and uh, just a wonderful program at Texas A&M. Um, uh, we're here to talk about some new exciting technology that is a laminar flow technology pregnancy test for cows that you can use shoot side, correct? Yeah, that's right. You know, if you look at the pregnancy detection sort of methods and, and really the lab-based methods, they've been on the market for the last 15 years, but the limitation has always been sending samples to the lab. And this technology really bridges that gap and allows you to use those same type of technologies that have been on the market for 15 plus years now, shoot side and make management decisions right there next to the cow in a matter of minutes. Yeah, and it's just amazing. And it doesn't mean we don't need a veterinarian, right? right. I mean, that's the one thing we gotta get over. Matter of fact, they were saying only 20% of the cows in the country get preg checked? That's right, that's right. It's only about 20%. And you know, I think the demand and the, the opportunity to preg check more beef cows is there. It's just that trying to figure out how do you do it in a small herd? You know, how do you manage time? How do you sort of get that done with your veterinarian? And, and I think you're exactly right. You know, this doesn't eliminate the veterinarian by any means. In fact, it hopefully will put that veterinary client relationship closer together and getting folks to work with their veterinarian to talk about their results, talk about their reproductive management and everything that's, that's going on. Why are they open? Why, yeah. How do we get more cows bred and, and really doing that type of thing? So talk to me a little bit about that, how the test is based. Yeah, so the, the test is based on detecting uh, proteins called pregnancy-associated glycoproteins. And these proteins are very unique in that they're only produced when the animal's pregnant. And they're actually produced by cells from the placenta themselves. So if the cow's not pregnant or in the very early uh, postpartum period, she's not gonna have this protein in her circulation. And basically, as the pregnancy develops, that protein crosses across the uterus and gets into the bloodstream and then allows us to be able to detect it either in the blood uh, or in the milk for dairy producers. So the, the short acronym is PAGS, PAGS right? PAGS, so we're right. looking for PAGS. And, and so talk about then um, when when we're looking for the PAGs, how soon do they do they show up? Yeah, so if you look at, so the all, all the tests are built on starting at day 28 of gestation to be able to accurately determine pregnancy. Um, these proteins start to appear a little bit earlier in, the, earlier in gestation, but don't get high enough that we can detect them until day 28. So make sure that you really follow those specifications and use day 28. And then as the cow goes on throughout gestation, that protein level continues to increase as the placenta grows, as the fetus grows, as the calf grows, etc. Um, until you have parturition and then during the postpartum period within a matter of days those PAGs will start to clear out of the circulation um, and then start to prepare the uterus for the next pregnancy. Gotcha. So anytime that a cow would lose her calf or, or you know would abort or, or is not pregnant 
those don't continue in the circulation? Yeah, so, you know, if you look at basically what happens during a pregnancy loss, so if you have an embryonic mortality or, or an early fetal loss event, the difference between that and in late gestation is that those PAGs are cleared out of the circulation really, really fast because there's not that much protein hanging around in circulation or rapidly degraded. And so basically you're looking at a matter of hours before those are cleared out of the circulation and will basically result in a false or non-pregnant uh, a, a non-pregnant test versus at the end of gestation you're talking about having basically a hundred times the amount of protein that you have in early gestation and so it takes a lot longer period of time and obviously you have placental remnants that are left behind in, in the uterus and so it takes time to clear all that out thus the reason to wait you know a period of time post calving to really start to test so that you don't get false positives um, but there's no you know there's no reason or no worry to basically be concerned about pregnancy loss and blood-based pregnancy testing with this this uh, lateral oh yeah not going to cause yeah. it it's it's just that make sure that we we're calling cows that are pregnant pregnant and yep. cows that are open yep. open yep it's a uh, and, and that's the whole thing you know it's 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 basically a, a technology shoot side that's accurate that allows you to make or allows a producer to make management decisions instead of sort of having to wait to ship your samples off and wait for your results to come back 48 hours later. It's perfect. Great technology. We got some experts here, Texas A&M, University of Kentucky. Stay tuned. Thanks for watching Doc Talk. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here with Dr. George Perry. And Dr. Perry is an associate professor at the Texas A&M AgriLife's Overton, Texas Research Station, where he has done research on this new technology, laminar flow technology for pregnancy determination in your cows on your farm. Um, pretty cool stuff, isn't it? Yes, it is. And uh, so talk to us a little bit about what you've done with some of the research on, on uh, so laminar one of, flow. So one of the things we got into here a year or so ago was looking at resynchronization in beef cattle. Okay. And it works great. Uh, but one of the things we have to know is which cows are pregnant. And so to be able to come in, because if we start a resynchronization on them and they're pregnant, and you don't know that, then you can end up aborting them. Gotcha. But we need to be able to determine pregnancy early. Okay. And so one of the things one of my students was looking at is, can we come in and use the PAG assays to determine pregnancy early and actually resynchronize cows and get more animals to conceive to AI in the first 30 days of the breeding season. Gotcha. And so we've run close to 4,000 samples across them. Uh, I've had great luck with them. And so what it does is with that on-farm ability, it gives the samples a, or producers a way to use them even in small herds. You right. know, that's one of the difficult things is in large herds, you have other options. But if you just got a few cows and you want to get them bred AI, now you have a chance to come in, know who conceived, and set them up and do more things over and over again. It's awesome. So what about accuracy? So accuracy, uh, they're running about 96% accurate compared to ultrasonography. Okay, and so you're using the ultrasonography as the gold standard. Correct. And so um, if you had 100 cows that were pregnant at 28 days, verified by the ultrasound, we would pick up 96 of them. Yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, so yeah, it, it's actually working really good. Now, one of the things we know is those early pregnancies, some of them are gonna lose. And so that's one of the interesting things that we're looking further into is 
ones these call open are they ones that might be losing that pregnancy. Okay. And so. Oh, so you don't know. It may be, it may be the gold standard and the ultrasound the correct. opposite because we don't, because the cow is able to tell you things physiologically. That's right. That they can't tell you clinically until after the fact. That's right. So, so what do you think when, I mean, this, how, how does this fit into the, the cow herd and, and how have you seen producers or how do you see producers using this in the future? Well, the producers doing things now are typically the larger producers because they can do things and it really does impact their management decisions. With this technology, you know, you do one cow at a time if you want to. It really allows you to manage those cows and know when they're bred. So how do we manage cows? We manage them based on stage of pregnancy, typically. Right. We need to know when they're gonna calve and all of that. Well, now somebody with one, two, 10 cows, you know, the national average is somewhere around 20 head in an operation. They now have a way to come in and determine that without having to go through all the expenses or they can do one cow at a time. Yeah, so, you know, it is, uh pretty novel i mean it's 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 what we've been using in human beings oh yeah instead of urine it's a it's a drop of serum that's right it, any uh closing comments or thoughts about the future of this and and what you've seen with your research well i think what, what we've seen it's extremely accurate and so i think the producers who will implement it have a tremendous opportunity to gain from things and what I'm hoping it does is allows the smaller producers to latch on to some of the technologies and the management practices that larger producers have been able to gain by the technologies that were out there. So I'm, I'm really excited to see a technology that's being able to be implemented in smaller producers. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yep. Thank you for watching Doc Doc. Yep. That's Dr. George Perry, Texas A&M, Overton Research Station. We're here in Nashville at NCBA with IDEX, and we'll be back after these messages. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson, and I'm joined here with Dr. Les Anderson, University of Kentucky, where he serves as a professor, and he is an extension beef specialist for the state of Kentucky, and he focuses on reproductive management. You bet. Correct? That's exactly Welcome right. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Dan. Glad I... to have you here. Um, we are talking about the new technology that's going to be available soon out on the market for beef producers uh, from IDEX. And you have done quite a bit of work with this. You bet, Dan. Uh, actually, we started with uh, IDEX probably five or six years ago because they, they their initial prototypes uh, for the cartridge uh, really intrigued me. I saw it at a convention or, or trade show somewhere and began conversations with them because very few people in, a, in our industry and in, in, in Kentucky where we're loaded with small cattlemen, small, you know, small herds, very few people were utilizing pregnancy diagnosis. And part of it was ease, something they could do themselves. And so if we could come up with a reliable test that those producers could use and incorporate into their operations, we could show them immediate impact on their profitability and productivity with a simple shoot side test. Now that was five or six years ago, and we started working with the, with the company, and it, it disappeared. You know, and I know, I'm sure you're aware that they had some supply chain 
uh, component issues, <laughs> yeah. and and it, it just really, and I had people wanting to use the product. And then fortunately, Jim, about uh, eight months, maybe a year ago, said, hey, Les, we're ready to go. Do you have people that we can, we can test this with? And so my job as an educator is to educate. And so I took this out on farms. I, I've got a huge network of farms in Kentucky. And we just sat down with producers, you know, 10 cows, 20 cows, 50 cows at a time. And I taught them how to use it. We, we looked at the results. And it's, it's extremely impressive. So how do I implement? If I'm a producer out there, how do I use this? There, there are really two main ways that, that I'm trying to convince our producers to utilize these kind of technologies or even regular palpation or, or ultrasound. Number one, I would like to see them use it about 30 days after the fixed time day out. All the time, our producers are wondering, you know, which cattle got pregnant to AI. This test, unfortunately, if you do it later, won't tell you that. It right. just tells you pregnant or open. It doesn't tell you stage of gestation. So if we come in 30 days after AI, we get a positive test. We know which cows conceived to the AI. And then we want to come back 30 days after we pull the bull, do another check to get our total pregnancy rate. Now, we're not naive. In Kentucky, I've still got about 65% of our cattlemen that don't have controlled calving seeds. Right. So another way to implement pregnancy diagnosis is to help our farmers understand which cows are pregnant at which stages so they can start condensing their calving seeds. Yep, and, and, and we're gonna get into that on condensing and on the return on investment, um, but you told me an interesting stat. Not many cows are preg checked in the U.S. Not many. 19% of cattlemen in the U.S., according to the NOMS USDA survey, utilize preg checking. So 81% are costing themselves money in some fashion. And the 19% that are currently preg checking, they're really not the target for me and extension or probably for IDEX. It's that other 81% that we really, we really need to try to, to convince them to utilize these new technologies to help them with their profitability and productivity. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, more with Dr. Les Anderson. You're watching Doc Talk here from NCBA in Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks for joining us. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here with Dr. Les Anderson, and he is a professor at the University of Kentucky. He is their extension beef specialist, and he, and he focuses on reproductive management with cow herds. And uh, we're here in Nashville, Tennessee, at the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. So if you hear some background noise, or a fiddle, or a guitar, uh, we're having a big time. It's good to get, to get everybody together again. You bet, yeah, it's been a great convention. Seems like a lot of people a lot more people here than I thought, just to be honest about it. Yeah, it's been awesome. We're talking about new technology, the laminar flow technology, just like the old EPT uh, pregnancy test for, for humans, only this is with serum for cows. And, and Dr. Anderson, talk a little bit about, we talked about how many cows don't get preg checked. Talk about the return on investment of knowing. Why, why is this important? You bet, Dan. Lots of data, and I think 
it, it mainly came from Iowa State, so someplace that you're uh, pretty well tied to right now. Um, of all the production practices that can be implemented, so you're looking at dehorning, deworming, vaccine, except everything. The return on investment was greatest with preg checking. And if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. You're looking at $350 to $400 for that four to five month feeding period for those cows. Now, what if she's not carrying a calf? She's, uh, if she's not carrying a calf, then you've, you've wasted just lost all that, that money. money. You've completely wasted that money. And so that, that's where that return on investment really hits home. If we can identify these cows before we go into our winter feeding period, we can save ourselves a tremendous amount of output costs, feed costs, uh, and, and utilize those resources in other areas in our operation. It's perfect. So, you know, the one question we get always too is, well, this is gonna, this is something that's gonna cut into the veterinarian's business. And we here on Doc Talk, you know, we, our number one thing is we're, we're talking about veterinary medicine all the time and production and beef producers. And we understand that value of the, the two. So talk to me a little bit about that. I, I totally understand the veterinarians that, 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 that feel like this might push into their, their bottom line a little bit. But as we said in the last segment, only 19% of all cattle get preg checked. And so there's 81% there's left for us. I've been working, I've been in the cattle business my entire life, been around farmers my entire life. That's what I do at Kentucky, hundreds of farms. The people that are preg checking, and you know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna change who they work with and what they're doing because they've got their model set up. They're established. And, and farmers don't like change, Dan, you know right, that. Right. You know, if, if you're coming out to my place and you're preg checking, we've got that relationship set up, that's not changing. Right. What I think IDEX is after, and I know what I'm after as a beef extension specialist, I want the other 81% to do something. And so I see this as an opportunity for veterinarians. If they purchase these cartridges and they sell them to their clients, then their clients can use those. They'll get they'll get the revenue off of the sale of them. And then if there's a problem, that producer is going to say, "Hey, doc, I Help got something going on. Only 60% of my cows are bred. Yep. Can you come out to the farm?" So then they're going to get the the, the trip charge. They're going to get a, a a really good relationship built with their client because now there's a problem that they've been able to help that that producer uh, identify and correct. And I, I actually think it's a way that veterinarians can use to Increase. expand their business, not shrink it. Well, thanks for being on the show today. You bet, Dan. I enjoyed it. Appreciate you. Thanks for watching Doc Talk. Remember, if you want to find out what we do, you can find us on the web at www.doctalktv.com. Always work with your local veterinarian with Dr. Les Anderson from the University of Kentucky. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson here from Nashville, Tennessee, and we'll see you down the road. Closed captioning is brought to you by ProFusion Drench for Beef Cattle, a no prescription, no needle supplement. To learn more, go to zenpro.com. Doc Talk was brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals.